Hey everyone. So, <clears throat> you know, one of the most amazing things of um, having done this sort of journey of unloading evil or dark or whatever, or trauma, whatever you want to call it, is a recognition that it's a live energy. It's a live something. You know, people write about it in books and people write about the description. But darkness is a force in the same way that I'm walking around or you're exercising. It has, it's alive. So when I was down in Peru in the jungle doing the ayahuasca, this thing owned me. It was a live being which you can't see in sort of the everyday life. You ha it's almost like you're under the microscope in that ceremony, in those ayahuasca ceremonies. They have cord that, you know, they've, they've literally dug through all of your, your shells, your defense mechanisms. And this thing is alive, right? It's this being that's alive within you that I is just, it's, Pus. It's it's fueled by. It just reminds me of this sort of like driveling, ugly, vile, sort of slimy thing. I was thinking about a friend of mine who was also down there, and who was in great pain, and who described this thing that was within her, which was intergeneration that had come down the pike through many generations of abuse of women. It was all in her ovaries, it was all in her stomach, but she described it as slime. It was like you felt slime all over you. And I think it's a bit like, you know, somebody says, you know, they've got 10 zillion billion bacteria all over you. You go, what? I can't see them, right? But they're there, right? Under a microscope, they can see it. And you're like, oh, you mean, I, you know, we spend all this time being super duper clean and everything, but, you know, at the same time, without this bacteria, we wouldn't be alive, right? They, 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 they clean stuff up, they they heal us but there's you know zillions of them on us and um but unseen in the same way when you go into a ceremony excuse me um <coughs> the way it takes you into a different dimension is basically it's putting an x-ray light on the truth of your energy field and what's going on i can't see it i'm still i'm going to work i'm getting my coffee i'm doing my things but in this iteration of me, <coughs> in this sort of dense energy, I can see nothing. I mean, I, I might feel anxious or I might feel sad or I might feel something or stuck, but I can't see it. So that's why the medicine is, is so powerful. In that space, it, it's seen, it's alive, you see it, it's, it's there. Right? And with me, it was hiding within me. The trauma, the terror was, you know, sort of inside of me, but completely unseen. It's like having this drooling monster that's like holding you hostage, <clears throat> but that you've, you know, you've run from, you, you've hidden from, you've disappeared from. So... And that was a trauma. I was 
forced to be silent about some horrific things that were done to me. Horrific. And it navigated, it owned, it lived, it breathed, it fed off me. Now you would say, well, oh my God, that's so kind of Star Wars or whatever, so crazy. But it's true. It's like, it's, you know, there are forces of the dark and forces of the light. And, you know, some manifest very powerfully, you know, as we see in slaughter and war and dictators and the horror that people do to each other. They're run by the dark. <clears throat> so to say that it doesn't exist is kind of crazy. Um, also, another uh, a great seeing from all of this is if you had a trauma that happened to you and it's lodged in your system and it's a blockage and it's navigating you and, and you know, these big traumas navigate you. I mean, you're little, they're big, you know, it's overwhelming. You can't handle any of it. Um, when, if, you, if you're able to unload it, go into it, face it, you know. Again, I, I remember in my ceremony in Peru, it, when I, this thing was expelled and there was more the next day, it was like a lot of it. Um, you know, the ayahuasca said to me, well, this is teamwork, Maria. You know, we're working together, you know, as a community to help heal each other. It's very important. You're not on your own. You have to do the work. That you don't just sit there and you get a pill and then you just sit and you do nothing. Um, part of this, if you want to heal, really heal, um, you have to do the work. I mean, there's no, you don't sit in ceremony and it's just like, no, no, you're working with the medicine. She's an ally to helping you open up to, you know, to expel the trauma. It's work. I mean, I have to keep my eyes closed to so really focus on staying with the medicine as the work is being done and really focusing. Because one of the things about, <clears throat> one of the things about um, trauma is it comes like a crater. It comes like a crater. It comes like a a meteor out of the sky and it literally swarms you it like it just hits you you're smothered in it it owns you and in that ownership you're looking for distraction so because you won't go in to face it because it's too terrifying you're busy outside looking for something to make you happy you know whatever that is exercise movies fucking whatever i don't drugs doesn't matter no shade on any of it, but if it's a distraction, it's a distraction. It's very different from the experience. So because it owned me in such a powerful way, my life was spent in distraction, right? I was always in some form of, let me go have that experience over here. And then you're not home. It's taking you over. It owns you. It's, it's an eviction of your soul. And... And so you're not going to go inward. You're going to be busy outside, you know, doing a tap dance, you know, trying to make millions or I don't know, whatever, whatever, whatever floats your boat, right? For me, it was always looking for another form of art or, you know, connection, something. But it was, it was always, I wasn't home. I wasn't home. And because it was men taking a child, I was always looking for the same situation because that's what I was, you know, I was adapted to do. I was always an object, you know, looking to 
re-sculpt myself for a different person, right? There was no me here. I was almost em- always emulating or finding a way to fit into somebody else's life. Resculpting to fit in. Because I was completely owned and I had no idea. So, in the end, your healing is not a pill. Your healing or a drug, even though that's the moment, that's your distraction, the healing ultimately is to go in, right? So what if you don't know? Well, I think I didn't know I had this inside of me, but my intention was to heal. My promise to my children was I'm going to bring you home. I don't know where you are or what happened, but I'm going to bring you home. And that is, I don't know how I was going to get there. I had no idea I was going to end up doing ayahuasca. I didn't know I was going to end up meditating. I didn't know. A lot of things I had no idea. But I think once you set up the intention, somehow the universe comes to you. And I don't, again, don't know how that happens. But I had no idea when I started this, you know, whatever, it's five years of ayahuasca and 13 years of meditation. When I started meditating, I didn't know where I was going. I just knew there was something wrong and I had to fix it what it was I had no idea so it's okay to be completely ignorant of the event I had a friend recently who um, was very very shut down you know about all of this went to do the medicine couldn't focus on the medicine I mean again distraction ego is very powerful the last ceremony she finally you know the medicine allowed her to smile right she smiled there was a slight connection with the medicine um, if you don't connect with the medicine, she's not going to help you. It's just how it goes. Like, the medicine helps you when you're willing to be helped. In fact, one of the first things that she said to me on this trip, on this um, trip down there was, you know, we're here to support you. In my system, I don't believe there is anyone, right? Because it was such a harrowing, horrific experience. And there was no one in my brain. My little brain was like, I'm alone here. So that in itself is a huge learning. You're not alone. You're not alone with this. With whatever happened. And your intention to heal is already a shift in your energetic field. Or, you know, you put it out there in the universe. Please help me. I need help. I don't know why, but I I don't. You know, something wrong, I don't understand. So it's not like you arrived here already knowing. No, 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 no. So my friend, for example, who is very owned by some trauma, I don't know what it is. Perhaps she says it has to do with the Holocaust, her parents and the Holocaust. But that thing owns her, right? That that trauma. And she says, I don't want to do iOS because I don't want to see it. Right? Here's the deal. You're going to die with it. I mean, whatever trauma you have, it doesn't go away. It's stuck on your spiritual landscape. It's stuck inside your spirit. You die, your spirit comes back. You're going to relive it. So, you know, my advice is whatever it is, even if you don't know, ask for help. Call out to the universe. Ask for help, for guidance, for light. Find a way. Meditate, whatever. Just sit. Just ask for help. It will come. Um, I may not want to face it. Well, I have to accept its ownership. Do I want to live in ownership? No. And 
if it owns you enough, it might become a physical sickness. It might become a disease. It might become something, which is what a lot of diseases are, are unresolved issues that are basically injuries to our energetic field that, you know, are seeping in. We're one thing. We're one physical, emotional being. We're one thing. We're not separate psychology, you know, a psychiatric issue and a physical. No, it's all one thing. Everything is affecting your whole system. There were people down in Peru that had great physical ailments coming from horrific trauma. And if it's not fixed, it will, it will lodge itself somewhere in your system. I had two very powerful blockages in my heart from the pure terror of what was done to me. Right? They had to be removed. And when they were in ceremony... So, it's not unfixable. It's the desire to be healed. And of course you're terrified. I was absolutely shit scared. Are you serious? For fuck's sake. It was the devil itself. It was a bully. It was putting me in cages, naked little girl. I was being sent out to be abused. I was left with potential clients to be abused. I mean, it was horrific. I blacked it out. Did I want to go in there and give up my treasured version of who they were? No, not at all. But I love my child more than I feared them. The love for my child was greater than the fear that I had of that evil. And I promised my little girl, I'm going to come get you. I will sit here till the end of time. I will do whatever it takes. It became a priority. These energies and forces are huge and dark. And another thing is that, you know, you have to sort of go to the best surgeons, the energetic surgeons. I mean, these are very powerful forces. It's not going to disappear in a, you know, in a shrink's office. It's just another ape. I mean, you can rummage around, but you're never going to remove it like that. I mean... If these people had to take this thing out and took five years and that was like with, you know, the top energetic surgeons, no way an ape is going to touch this thing, right? So, and again, no shade on, I mean, apes or, I mean, yeah, they all have a purpose, but if it's a really big trauma, I mean, you can talk ad infinitum about what happened. But that's not what it's about. Uh-uh. You have to go in and relive it. It's sitting. It's existing. It's still alive in a pocket of space-time. That's where you have to go. That's where the medicine takes you. And relive it. Literally. There's no thinking about it. There's no, you know, talking about it. Again, it's like the orange. I, I can describe it. But it's not going to go away until I actually taste it. Because it's in your body as the activity of life. It's not in your body as a something that's written. It's the actual activity of the event is inscribed in your system. And so you must relive, you must feel out and relive that event. Horrific as it is to, to basically expel it. 
And I mean, amazing work has been done in, from a distance. I have a friend whose mother is dying and she's never taken ayahuasca. Actually, before, <clears throat> the patient never actually took the medicine. That's actually a new thing. The patient didn't take the medicine. The, only the shaman took the medicine and they were able to then see the patient and see what was wrong with them. But now <clears throat> the patient also drinks the medicine. Um, so, and, and again, my friend's mother is sick at dying and, and she's never taken their medicine, but <clears throat> from a distance, <clears throat> there has been healing. And, um, you know, she said many dreams and things have been happening for her. It's energy. Energy is everywhere, right? There's no time space for energy. So, <clears throat> in fact, <clears throat> in the beginning, that they look at science in scientific terms, there was just energy. Time space was an, an additional thing that came later. So, I mean, it's it's a journey inward, and I think one of, that's another huge teaching for me is like this is this is a big pot of energy all of this stuff and it's having we're having experiences all the time it's life and we're just jiggling around right doing its thing creating death just but if there's a hold on your life Again, it's like the network, it's like lights are off. I mean, I wasn't alive. I was just being held hostage by evil, by the terror of what happened as a child. And to me, the most fascinating piece, I mean, when you're going to these ceremonies, you know, you're, it's terrifying. You don't know what's going to happen. It's really uncomfortable. I mean, this is like, when the dizziness comes on, it's like, oh, you know. But again, you know, you can do anything. You know, you're 14 billion years of evolution. Listen, you can, you can do anything. We all can. It's insane how. It's like giving birth. Like, how does people get... They do. It's just, it's in your nature, right? It happens. It's painful. It works, you know. Like, you know, pain is part of life. <clears throat> um, you know, but for me to see... I mean, I think one of the most... I think we just we just we carry so much information in our cellular system. There's so much information available, but you really have to penetrate these dense layers of energy. You have to penetrate all your stories and beliefs and defense mechanisms and everything you believe you think life is for survival. <clears throat> and and every time you remove a layer, there's another there's more information. It's 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 insane. And for me, when I, you know, I'd seen everything, you know, I was abused, he stuck his dick in my mouth, he sexually abused me, he sent me out to be abused. They were both part of the sexual abuse, they were both participate. I mean, it was horrific to see all of it. But, the, and I thought, well, that's it, you know, well, I get it, you know. <clears throat> I got tested by the devil, you know, twice. I was actually in hell, I didn't realize it. I was actually living in hell. Either, although it was on this earth, it was hell. I was at Jean-Paul Strat who said, you know, hell is other people. Um, <clears throat> so I was literally in hell. I, wasn't, I was here, but I was living in a hell. 
And and I got tested. I was, you know, by the devil. Twice. So I was I was being pulled out of hell. Um but the most powerful piece for me was in the last ceremony when it was I was shown that, you know, they came to get me before I was even born. They came to steal me before I was even here. <clears throat> Which is insane. Um, so you get, you know, there's a much bigger narrative going on everywhere. I, you know, I had no idea. Um, and I think there's really no, I think it's endless. I think you can, when I say, well, I'm done with this part of what I'm done with having understood and seen everything that happened and you know, my position now is to connect tirelessly, endlessly with the medicine daily. To continue to sort of lighten and heal and honor and love and to sort of create this sort of bigger, lighter energetic field. And I think the first, the first steps of, of the healing journey is to face the devil, you know. I think that's really part of it um, and I think you just go deeper um, I don't think it, I mean it ends this part of it ends if you if you're traumatized you know if you have a deep trauma it's a lot to un, a lot to clean it's a lot because you know, when the medicine comes in, she comes in from the moment it happened, literally, if it happened in the womb, if it happened as your two. So she's cleaning out literally from the first abuse from like three to like 61. Like she's cleaning out every, because it's smothered you, it's covered you, it's every belief, every connection, everything is removed. It has to be if you want to be cleaned up. And again, you participate in this journey together. It's not you just sit there and go, 1-800, you know, clean me up. For me, it was a daily practice of sitting and connecting and connecting and connecting. And also there's a belief, you know. Are you connected? Do you believe in this medicine? In the same way you believe in money or you believe in doctors. Like, again, if you're not willing to believe and connect, well, medicine doesn't give a shit. It's like, okay, fine. Next. She's going to move on to the person that does. Again, I refer to as she as it comes to me as a she. It comes to everybody as something very different. It's both masculine and feminine. Uni, ayahuasca. So, <clears throat> there are always layers uh, to penetrate of understanding. And in a way, it's a death, right? And what you realize is that There's no real death. I mean, your spirit, right? So, you know, let's say for me, I was here, but I was stolen, so I didn't show up. I didn't die. My spirit didn't die. It was just held hostage. I was in a coma. I was blacked out, but you don't die. And I suspect in the end, <clears throat> your meat bag 
falls away, but your spirit moves on, right? That's what I'm saying. If you have blockages and you say, well, I don't really want to face them, it doesn't mean they go away. I mean, they're just you just come back with them. It'll just be relived in another way. The blockage will still be here. Please, God, I would never want to relive what I relived again. Um, and again, your dense energy is lightened, you know, you're no longer living in that. That heavy, dark place. You know, do I know what's going to happen tomorrow? No, I have no idea. I still, you don't, I, I mean, some people might have lots of insights. I don't really have insights. <clears throat> but some people do, right? Um, so a lot can happen. And again, for me, it's not the end of the medicine. It's the end of this particular journey. It's the end of being held captive in hell. I was able to leave hell. I was able to face it, see it. And it's so interesting because when I was in it, these people were real parents, you know, and I'd prioritized them and deified them. And, you know, I was deep in that furnace. I was deep in that cake. I was cooked in. And now I can really see myself as separate to them, separate to it, separate to the trauma, see them for the horror of what they did and go, yuck, and see myself as I was taken out of that place. I am separate to them. I don't have attachment to them, which is insane because I was living in that cooked, alive, active place. I can really turn around like a separate person and say, yuck, they were disgusting. That was awful. Now, again, it's not about living in hate because you can't hate something you're no longer connected to. That's what's interesting. When you've kind of rejoined forces with the light or with the medicine, when you're reconnected to love, in a way, that's really what it is. When you've been you know, rescued by divinity, that's all the way I can put it. You feel love, you feel this divine sense of your being. You can't hate on something, you're just like, yuck, it's just disgusting. It's like separate and disgusting to you. You can't be attached to it anymore because you have so much love and light within you. And that's one of the great things of the medicine is it gives you so much love. Trauma is no love. Trauma is lovelessness. Trauma is, there's not a drop of water in this desert. Trauma is bleak, without light. As the medicine cleans you, it's giving you so much more light and love. For example, I'm from the Canary Islands. There's a very powerful folkloric tradition of music which I really connect to and because of all this darkness that was happened early on I could never even connect to my culture you know which has a big piece of my heart and now as I listen to it it's like this marvelous reconnection to this beautiful culture and music 
It's like, wow, I was exiled from all of it. I was stolen from all of this wonderful light and love. Even my own culture, I was stolen from my own culture. That's how bad this darkness was. So now as you're cleansed and you have this much light and love within you, again, it's not like fair, you know, you're not up in the clouds. You're just connected to your soul. I mean, you still go to work. I still have to, you know, put up sheetrock or whatever I do. But you're connected to your heart. Your heart is open. It is vulnerable. It is tender. And so when I listen to this music, it's like, oh, I'm home again. I can reconnect to my culture, to the people that mean something to me. I was completely imprisoned by that evil. So it is this return to love. That's what it is. And, you know, I can also see how they did this to me, how they put me down as a child. You're weak. You know, I was being sent out to be abused. And they would laugh at me and mock me. And it was horrific. Horrific. Pure evil. But I had, you know, carried all of that allowed it so this love and this melting and this tenderness and this cleansing by the medicine allows you to blossom anew you know the reflection that you didn't get from love you get from the medicine and it's really ultimately the reflection of wonderful loving parents that help you blossom and grow Otherwise, it's just a prison. There's no no love, no life. But what a journey to extricate yourself from these traumas. And again, you might have had some horrific trauma happen to you. I mean, there was someone there whose father tried to smother him. I mean, it's how people, the things people do, it's just horrific. Right? But that trauma can be healed even if if it surrounds you like it did me even if it owns every piece of you like it did me you just need to ask for help to the heavens to whatever just keep asking for help it will come again I had no idea of what had happened to me I was just at the end of some Horrific divorce where I literally lost everything, every single thing. I was literally sitting in, you know, in the sort of, in the aftermath of a bloody battle. Looking at the carnage around me going, what the fuck did I do? Help, I need help. It's one of the things I couldn't do as a child, I couldn't ask for help not allowed there was no one anyway so where was I going to go so it's a very simple ask help me help it's a call out to the universe certainly was for me and even I wasn't you know great at asking for help yeah so even if you don't know um that's a pigeon here Um, you can ask, call out, 
help will come in the most unlikely of ways, you won't know. But if there's trauma, it's, it's again, I, I, this is very important. It's, it's an alive thing. It's a living entity within you. It's, it's, <clears throat> it's got life. It's in you. It's feeding off you. It's holding you hostage. And, you know, the belief, because you're so terrified it happened so early, is that you can't face it. You know, you have to go drug up or drink up or whatever you do to keep avoiding it, to keep tempering it some way. So my thing, you know, was to temper it. You know, I've got to keep mitigating the terror. I've got to keep dampening down its power by doing what it wants. And I mean, I would even find people exactly like them and him, just a cardboard cutout of them. Or I would do the same thing. I would, you know, listen to all their problems and then refuse myself or, you know, find someone who's truly fucked up and try to temper their anger and their fury. And it was just the same. It was just, you know, you find the same people and just reenact the same trauma. And, um, yeah, over and over. I was stuck. It was a, a loop. It was a record, a broken record. Because I was owned there. I was owned in that place by those people. And so you will go and find what you know. Makes sense, right? But you're doing the same thing. You're unseen. You're unloved. I was completely abandoned myself. And I was busy regulating crazy people. And trying to make crazy people work, which is basically what happened to me as a child. I had to, to survive. I had to, I was thrown in the cauldron of crazy and, and evil. And I had to make them happy. I had to make their evil work by, temp, by tempering it, by submitting to it, by agreeing. It was insane. So the great thing about this medicine, if you do the medicine, or whatever you do, whatever you wear, you heal, with some very powerful thing, which is beyond, you know, this little ape place that we live in. Um, you, you get removed from it. So it's almost like you're in a pinball machine, right? You're stuck inside a pinball machine. And that pinball is going to hit you no matter what. Let's say you're one of the little flippers or something. Or you're one of the pieces. You're going to get hit all the time. You're just used to it. You can't get out. There's no way out. That's all you know, because to get out, you need love, right? To get out, you need to trust love. You don't trust love if you've been traumatized. You don't believe it exists. So, and you don't ask for help because, well, this is what it is, right? So asking for help, trusting love, trusting something other than what you've ever known, right? For me, it was the plants. The medicine was ayahuasca. And it's almost like you change sides. You know, you move from the darkness into the light. She's pulling you out of the darkness. The more you're trusting, the more you're surrendering, the more you're giving to the medicine, the more power you're going to have now to face the dark, to face the trauma. You can face the trauma. You can go in and relive it. 
But you need a very powerful ally to do that, which is why you have medicines and whatever you have, you can find. For me, it was the ayahuasca and all the plants that were came to heal me. Because this thing was in my body, it was alive. It was, it was in my body. It was in my energetic field. And you see, the thing about this, what happened to me, or whatever happened, your trauma. It's not about whatever happened. It's if evil or darkness comes, it takes your power. It, it castrates you. This whole thing for me was about power. It was sexual, but it was about power. I was in a cage. I mean, it was all about power. The taking of souls, innocent children, power. So you have to get your power back to go in and face it, right? Power. I would never, ever come out. I would always be subjugated in my brain, in my heart, because there was no love. So it's like the first impact of a, of a meteor on a earth. It's like, you know, the lights went out for the dinosaurs. There was no light. Boom. Same thing. It's a smothering. It's, an, it's, a, it's a smothering of your life force. And then all you do is live in relationship to that horror. Or try to escape the horror. Or try to, you know, always mitigating it. In the instance for me, it was like the ayahuasca said, no, we're going to get all your power back, but to do that, you have to go in and face it. And I'm going to come in as an ally with love. Right? You can't escape it until you face it. You know, as I always say, it's like trauma is like putting a, you know, evil in a, in the, you know, the, a Waldorf suite and giving it room service. You need to put it in a Motel 6 and starve it and then go face it. So it's always much bigger than you think. It's always something... You can't imagine a little child looking up at this adult. You know, you're just... You don't... You have no perspective. You don't know what's going on. You have no idea. And, of course... When you're stolen or, you're, or this happens, you're basically stolen from the light. That's it. You're stolen from love. You're stolen from everything that's wonderful in life. Right? Love. So, do not despair if you have trauma because you can be healed. No matter how deeply buried you are, no matter how bad it is, no matter. You know, it's something that's wired up, that's plugged in. It's, it's living off your electricity, literally, of your electric grid. You've got to turn that grid off. You have to face it. You think it's going to kill you, but it cannot. It's all energy anyway, right? So energy doesn't die, it just gets recycled. Second law of thermodynamics. And everything that was so important and so terrifying just disappears. It'll try to come back. It'll try to test you. 
but now you know what it is. It's like once you've seen what it looks like, it's like, oh, it's just that again, right? It's like, who cares? And the thing afterwards is to keep connecting to the medicine, always connecting to the light. It's like connecting to love, it's connecting to the medicine. And again, as I said before, energetically, everything around you will change because energetically within you've been cleansed. There's really nothing to do. You know, I, when I was in a ceremony, I was like, well, what do I do now? You know, where do I go? And it's like, there's nothing to do. I need to take a, a course at the new school about something. Or No, you just keep connecting to the light. You can keep connecting to love. You keep connecting to whatever is true to you. It's so funny because before everything was such a big deal for me. It was like, there's somewhere to go, there's a destination, there's something to become. It's like, nah, I could pretty much do a nice life and then disappear. It's okay, it doesn't matter, nothing. One of the great things you learn in the medicine is like, there's no real death. I mean, there's your spirit, you know. I mean, there's a death to knowing, right? That's one of the great things about meditation, too. Again, a very simple act of just sitting is very powerful. Because all you're really doing is slowing down this dense energy that's very... When there's trauma, it's moving very fast. There's tons of terror, tons of fear. The most powerful thing you can do is just actually, you know, sit down and face it out. Even if you're terrified. It will not kill you. It can't. There's no you to kill. Your spirit, you can't kill spirit. You can't kill the light. Now again, I had no understanding of any of this, by the way. So, you know, I have no, I'm just a little grain of sand in a vast, infinite beach of sand. So I have just, it's my little tiny experience, this tiny little drop of ocean of life. But, Again, the more you cleanse, the more you, the more you heal with this medicine, it just gives you a massive perspective. It gives you a much bigger understanding of what's going on, how you're connected, what happened. And it just goes on and on. I don't think, again, I, you know, for me, the journey of being held hostage by evil is over. I mean, I know it, you know, once I've, I've st- you've stepped into the, to the river of knowing, it's like, you can try to come back, but there's nothing to come back to. There's no, I don't, I'm not scared of it, you know. Um, I know what it is. And it, it means that that is over. And, and you're being, you know, cleansed more and more. You're connecting more and more to the light because now you really have a full-on connection with this medicine that's just, love and light and has for me it saved my life there's no doubt about it um my gratitude is infinite and endless um so my connection will be daily and eternal but it doesn't stop it doesn't mean well that's over now something else will start i mean there's another life to have there's another adventure to have there's another growth to have there's more information to know there's more understanding as you get deeper and deeper. I know a lot of these, I've read, I know, I know, I've read a lot of these shamans have so much information because they're 
you know, they've been working with the medicine daily and with tons of different plants and, you know, they're things that they won't even tell us. They know when the world's going to begin and when the world's going to end. I mean, there's just tons of information in these other dimensions. By the way, I have no idea about anything. I just know that I just <laughs> faced the devil and I got myself out of hell. Again, myself, no, my, the, whole, the medicine, the whole battalion of Navy SEALs of these plants, of Indians and, you know, I was a tiny part of this massive battalion that came to get me out. But again, life goes on, it marches onward, it doesn't just end, you know. There's other stuff, I'm sure. But now when you're surrendered, you're open, right? You're completely open. All the mechanics of that defense mechanism is gone. And it's just, yeah, take me, right? Let the medicine go through me. Let the energy of the universe flow through me and let it manifest whatever it needs to manifest. I'm just a channel for it, really. That's it. A channel for the light. Or for the truth, or for connection to your heart, for your own authenticity. There's no one to invent, there's no one to create, it's just this. And it will do something, right? Nature abhors a vacuum, you will be doing something. But all of that poison is gone. All of that thievery and trickery is over. And again, you don't end up in hate. You can't hate when you're in, when you have this much love. You're just like, ugh, right? Like, ugh. That massive understanding is the dissolution of it. It cannot survive in the light. No trauma can survive in the light or in love. It's only trauma because there is no love. So again, if you have trauma, don't despair. Just trust and ask for help. It will come. Bye.